Yeah, I'd just like to know like a little bit about who you guys are and what you guys do with this podcast. I haven't had the pleasure of watching your podcast before, but <laughs> and I want to know who's who's running Seeking Derangements. Is that you, Ben, or or it's, who have I been talking to it's on me. the account? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. me. It's all of us. It's a podcast we all have. Um, that Instagram account actually just got deleted like two days ago. <laughs> I yeah, don't know why. We need you on the case. <laughs> we need yeah. you on the case. <laughs> We're suing oh my them. god! We're gonna sue Instagram. We're in going for Instagram. Us. That's the big bucks. This is the Moby Dick, white yeah. whale sitch. So oh my god, you this... know what? It's I don't like look. Do I don't really necessarily agree with everything you posted. I don't disagree <laughs> with everything you posted, but but either way, I will fight to the death for your right to say and express whatever the hell you want. Thank you. Oh, thank and it's you. And cool Instagram to do that. Amen. <laughs> it is. Well, and they didn't even tell us what post it was in particular that got us banned. They just I, gone. Well, I didn't want to hurt Ben's feelings, David, but it was a picture of Ben's face. It was um, not a yeah. picture of me. It was so it was ugly not a that they took it down. My mm-hmm. <laughs> God. No, it wasn't. It was Shocking not. to some people. <laughs> Yeah, All right, do you, do you guys want to dive right into the questions? Yeah, let's have? go. Let's go. We can yeah, let's, let's um, go for it. So today we are joined by the beloved TikTok lawyer, David Porcellini of PNP Law Firm. David, how's your day going? It's going great. It's a beautiful day in Beverly Hills. I have my window cracked open a little bit, nice and sunny. Nice, nice. Beautiful. Um, So you're you're known to our listeners, I think for, well, I know, for the videos you shoot, you know, usually taken outside of a courthouse in L.A., clients fresh off trial like right by your side um i think what is most cap what's, what's most kind of like intriguing to all of us who've seen these vid- videos is like the seemingly like uncharistic like reductions in sentences you're able to win for defendants can you tell us a bit about like what kind of cases you take on and how you're able to secure these what seem to be like really drastic reductions in in sentences Right. So I take on all sorts of criminal cases. The ones I don't take are ones that are either too small, like 
I'm not taking any like minors in possession of alcohol or like just, you know, like trespassing or things that are small. It's got to be at least a DUI. Yeah. Um, and I'm not taking cases that are also too heavy either. I'm not taking any murders. I am taking manslaughters. Um, I'm not taking uh, any more, you know, like rapes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I have in the past, and, and honestly. <laughs> mostly duis it's manslaughter it's some like domestic disputes i've seen the ones that domestic I, violence is a big yeah. one mm-hmm. though my favorite are the um uh ones where you in, sue insurance companies there's one amazing case i got yeah. a guy was hit going six miles an hour by a car that's going six <laughs> miles an hour oh i love this one <laughs> and there was I've seen this video so many times. These are like, they're like soap cutting videos for me. They're like so calming. And like, it's just like purely yeah. just like, like a baby watching, like a mobile. But like, he was, he was hit by a car that was going six miles an hour. There was a biomedical expert and a spinal doctor. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> so that one hard. was a jury trial we did. Immediately before COVID, I think that was like a December 2019 jury mm-hmm. trial mm-hmm. we had at the in the county of San Bernardino, which is a beautiful place. <laughs> 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 to say like the ratio, the ratio of tattoos to teeth. <laughs> are different from what i'm used to but and i had to get a hotel there for two weeks to try the case yeah so i Lord. lived there for two weeks while i was trying the case because otherwise it's like an more than an hour and a half to drive there and more than an hour and a half to come back sure. jury trial is, is really intense like i'm giving my my all to it i'm working at night making my powerpoints making my mm-hmm. my outlines for my examinations of the witnesses the next day and so it, I can't waste time driving. Yeah. Um, and that one was beautiful, you know, that, so a little bit about that case, what happened was my client was just driving, minding his own business. He comes to a stop. There's a red light car in front of him. 
And then the defendant just like fails to stop on time and like try to swerve to, to miss him. But in the end clipped like the back of his car, mm-hmm. uh, like the right side, causing him to like lurch forward and hit the car in front of him, not fast speeds or anything. Yeah. The biomechanic uh, expert came in and said that it must've been somewhere around like five miles per hour. And the only damage to the front of his car when he crashed the car in front was there's like a, two little holes on his license plate caused mm-hmm. by the screws of the other yeah. car's license plate. Oh, so and the expert the car testified that. Yeah. So and the expert testified, look, this was going around like five miles per hour. That's why the only damage you see are the little holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's still there damaged. There were a lot of issues. <laughs> it's still damaged. Excuse me. <laughs> still damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of problems with that expert's testimony at his deposition and we we filed a motion to preclude him from being able to testify to the full extent of what he wanted to testify about Mm -hmm. he wanted to testify that this low impact was so low that it couldn't have caused these injuries um and i think we were able to preclude him from saying that making that conclusion what the injuries were yes it was oh my god this was just horrific like <laughs> like we, like i don't even know it's, how it's making me laugh so, already <laughs> so the injuries so so let me tell you let me tell you this is so bad mm-hmm. his spine okay he got mri <laughs> taken of his spine so you can see any shifting of the of the disc his spine was like almost pristine condition like oh my seriously they had their own expert witness come testify look at the spine look at it it's perfect there's nothing wrong. There's no impingement on the nerve roots or anything. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. And and our expert came and said, well, look, it's still possible for there to have been inflammation, and we won't see that in an sure, MRI. Sure, it's kind of yeah. like he's just complaining wow. of the pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And what he did was he got six epidural injections. I don't know if you guys know what yes. that is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like pregnant woman guy? My dad's OBGYN, so I'm yeah, familiar. But- with uh, epidurals the needle is like as long as this freaking uh scissor like this Mm -hmm. entire scissor like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a big ass needle okay Mm -hmm. like a big scary i was telling the jurors in closing arguments you think that this guy's spine being perfect like looking like that means he wasn't hurt and that he just made up all of these and that he went under anesthesia and underwent going through this scary big needle, and I showed it to the jurors, this scary big needle six times oh my just God. to make up a case. This is ridiculous what they want you to believe. Yeah, yeah. And, and so what was the, so, the settlement all in all was? So they had offered us $17,000 to settle before trial. Yeah. The jurors gave us $160,000. Oh, that's like my dream. That's like been Look, a lifelong dream David, of mine. David, where were you when I needed you? We could talk about this later, but I've been yeah. hit by a car on foot yeah. going 30 miles an hour, and I well, got let's, an just, eight- let's just go for it now, Jock. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So let me tell you. Um, yeah, let me know what happened. Five and a half, uh, actually probably closer to six years ago. It was actually the anniversary of it was a few days ago because it happened <laughs> you remember on the anniversary. Yes, yeah. yes, because it happened on it happened on the same Friday as Festival International, which okay. is going on right now in Lafayette, Louisiana. Sure, sure. I was leaving a house uh, show, a house party, and there were 
stragglers all outside, tons of people, and there was a band playing inside. And I was simply trying to cross the street. Uh, and I looked both ways, and I saw no car, and I started crossing, and then I was hit violently, 30 miles an hour, going by a car. The car <laughs> went to a stop. I flipped over a bunch of times, landed on my back, landed on a bunch of broken bottles. You could see the scars on the back of my arm yeah. from where the Holy glass bottles crap. hit me. Everyone at the party stops. The music stops. You could hear the band Record stop. Scratch. Someone's like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. someone just got hit. And everyone walks up to the car, and then every uh the car just drives away and i go to the hospital i have both of my shoulders and collarbones broken and i have a cute <laughs> bulging disc and a herniated disc Jesus. and the guy turns himself <laughs> in later in the night he's a cop's son or a judge's son i can't remember exactly mm. but he got off completely no charges and i got an 800 dollars jaywalking fee <laughs> <laughs> Every lawyer in, in, in town that I tried to present this case to would not take it, including my family uncle lawyer, who is, like, very well tied into the... uncle lawyer. I mean, he's, like, very tied Hold into Hold on, the, this guy turned himself in. Yes. Because I was and drunk. And he said, I am the one driving and hitting this guy. Yes, yes. And yes. you, so how did you get the, the jaywalking fee? Did this uh, go to court? It did not go to court, but it was just like a ticket that I received. So they afterwards. ticketed you retroactively. So what happened? I, I imagine you're laying there on the floor, bleeding out of your arm and everything, oh, and, and some some police officer walked up and said, "Hmm, I'm gonna write you up this jaywalking report <laughs> on uh, in August." What? How did that happen? Did it come in the mail or like I what? It's a little blurry since obviously, was, of course, the impact was the impact and the drugs afterwards drugs. were uh, <laughs> definitely blurring of my vision. But um, let let me be frank, you know, like clearly I deserve some money. I don't understand yeah. why people wouldn't touch yeah. it. I, I think it was because he was a prominent cop or prominent judge in town. You think son. there was some corruption going on? Of course, Louisiana yeah. is more way more corrupt yeah, than yeah, anything. Yeah, totally. So the person yeah. hit you was a copper judge? His, a copper judge's son. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Would you take that weird. case? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I okay, well, look, based on the facts that you're telling me, I would love Slam to dunk take that case. case. I would mm -hmm. love to take that case. Slam dunk. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, even if it's not slam dunk, even if it's not slam dunk, even if you're drunk as fuck, and yeah. that even if, like, you think you saw cars, but there's really a car coming and you're just drunk and and it kind of looks like a suicide attempt by you. something. I mean, like, you just... it's not out of my wheelhouse, David. And uh, first of all, and, and second of all, it, it, I would love it. Your honor, the client was clearly trying to kill themselves. <laughs> I thought Ben said, your honor, the client was queerly. <laughs> Um, okay, Jock has a no, few I mean, more that's cases probably, That's probably what happened, honestly. Like, they probably saw it as, like, the guy had no time to stop and that you really just, like, darted in and you just genuinely didn't see the guy, but yeah. he was coming or, or, or something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you didn't have witnesses, and it just kind of looked like a dumpster fire case to whoever mm. you told about it. <laughs> also, your uncle might not have wanted to uh, represent you because – 
it's always tough representing family because they're kind of mm. on your ass extra. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Look, he, rep, recently... he, he repped me before. So it's not like <laughs> – and he's done he's it after. So he just didn't want to do it that one <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, he's seen enough. Time, yeah. he's seen enough. <laughs> but, but please continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. I recently represented my parents. They were in the car crash. Um, I'll do a little post for this one soon. I just got the check. And it was a great settlement for, like, the damage that happened to their car, which is, like, mm-hmm. like literally almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think the insurance companies just, like, saw that. Yeah, yeah I really, like, talk to these insurance adjusters, like, a friend. And I tell them, look, yeah. I regret taking this case. My damn parents are on my neck. Please, you got to bail me out of this one. Like, my parents are really killing me here. I'm never representing family again after this. Please, you have to bail me out of here. Look, I understand you're making this offer. Thank you so much. God bless you. The thing is, my dad is so pissed off. You know, it's kind of like that. And in the end, I got like 35 grand for my mom, 35 grand for my dad. And it was just chiropractic visits, one, like one or two MRI scans each, and just one follow-up with a pain management specialist each. They did go to like urgent care before the chiropractic, like the day of the accident, but Mm-hmm. I mean, thirty-five grand and thirty-seven grand for that—it's like God bless. Let's go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't. I I had to pay eight hundred dollars to get hit. So. <laughs> you know, what the hell? Eight hundred bucks for jaywalking? Like, oh, I don't understand. that almost Where killed you. you? And, and you know, that I was drunk when they brought me to the hospital, so they couldn't give me any pain medicine yeah. uh, for the first. Oh my god. Twenty-four hours. Um, and okay, so Jock has plenty of more stories like this to bring up, but I do want to yeah. get into some so sorry questions here. No, please, Jock has got. <laughs> You, this could be. A I'm excited today, but I love crime. <laughs> um, but I want to get into some of the listener questions. Um, the first one here is from uh, someone named Nitya, and she says, "Hi, David. What brought you into criminal defense as opposed to prosecution? Um, also, uh, if you couldn't be a lawyer, what would you do?" Wow, these are very great questions. Uh, thank you to the person who submitted them. <laughs> Uh, it's it's honestly a very very long answer, and it's it's something that I yeah you know, with criminal law. Um, I kind of didn't want to talk about this, but uh, when I was in high school, I had a problem that I ended up going to an outpatient facility for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was using substances like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and. It kind of, I didn't even know that I had the ability to like do well in school. I always thought I had like some sort of learning disability and that I was destined to just, you know, work somewhere, you know, nine to five if I'm lucky and just, you know, I wasn't going to amount to anything. Like really, this is genuinely what I thought about myself my entire Mm -hmm. life going like into college. And I didn't even think I could do college. Um when I sobered up, I started college at a community college, ended up acing every class. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, I can do school. Like what? I, I didn't even know how to read. I'm telling you guys, like in, in high school, if a teacher asked me to like read out loud, I was embarrassed. Like I couldn't read out loud. And now it's like, I'm one of, I'm, wow. I'm so great at writing and it, I don't know where the hell this came from, but mm-hmm. the thing is, if you, every single, 
this is something that I realize, and I think about this with all my clients, no matter what you're dealing with in life, no matter how low you are, no matter if you're at your rock bottom, know that you have what it takes to be great. It just takes time and just knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and just mm -hmm. like keep going and you're going to get there. So with criminal defense, um, when I was, I ended up going to law school, I got in a car accident actually when I was in college and I didn't really know what I was going to do with my life. Uh, I had a cousin that's a personal injury lawyer and he took my case and got me a settlement pretty fast. And then I asked him like, Hey, uh, you know, every time I come to your office, you guys are just laughing and hanging out and you just got like money, you know, what, can I just like come work for you a little bit and see what's going on over there? Mm -hmm. And in working there, you know, I, I kind of liked the work and I felt like, wow, this, this can kind of be like me. And, but I saw that they were sending all their big, big, big cases to other law firms because those law firms can do jury trials and they couldn't. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the jury, the jury trial firm would get a case and then settle it very soon after for all this money and keep most of the attorney's fees and not even try the case. Yeah. Or they would try the case and they get all this money. I'm thinking like, wait a minute. Huh? Because I grew up wanting to be a stand up comedian, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. wow. I feel like I can do jury trials. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think I can do jury hand trials. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you're basically so, playing to a know, crowd. I, I it's, up, it's very similar to stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's the big We're show. We're all in entertainment, it's, baby. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. And the number one fear people have, even more than heights, is public speaking. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if you have the gift of being able to speak in the public without freaking the fuck out, God mm -hmm. bless. So... I go to law school and I, my goal is, you know what, I'm going to be like my cousin. We're going to do some injury cases. Uh, and then I didn't want to work for him. He's got the same last name as me. And I just want to have like, you know, experience working for other people. So I yeah. work at the DA's office in the gang homicide unit. Whoa. And they're taking me to crime scenes. We're going to jail. We're seeing like all sorts of cool stuff. But the coolest thing I ever saw were the jury trials and the court hearings. And I learned that in civil litigation, you're never going to do jury trial. It's such a rare thing. But in criminal, you are going to try cases left and right. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt like, you know what? Wow, this is pretty cool. You know, I, I'm interested in criminal law. Like, you know, and I got in trouble when I was, before I was 18. You know, I, I'm not going to get into that. But I had an, ex an experience with the criminal justice system where I had a public defender. Um, and that's kind of the reason why I'm you know, have, you know, everything I got going today. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought, you know what? I think I could do more good in the criminal justice system with my background and my experience. I can really help people if I'm in the prosecutor's shoes. Because really the defense attorney is just doing their best. And on some cases, you know, they, they can't really help a client that much. But if I was the prosecutor, I could really help each defendant even more than their own attorney. Yeah. So I became a prosecutor. They allowed me to become a prosecutor, even with the record I had and, you know, everything. And I saw pretty quickly that I actually don't have the discretion to help people. I got to do what my boss wants me to do or else I get fired. Mm -hmm. So all this, it's a really crappy, like, feeling to, to just be punished.
punishing people left and right. Yeah. Like there's some, some cases I want someone to go into treatment and your boss is saying, no, this is, no, they got to do jail time. And I'm like, okay. Or, or like a lot of jury trials where I, I see the evidence. I'm like, look, there's reasonable doubt all over this thing, especially with domestic violence cases. I'm going to tell you guys, domestic violence cases in all of California, they will, the prosecutors will go forward to trial on a case that's even he said, she said, all right? They will go forward. They'll put a defendant who could be totally innocent. They'll put that person through the ringer just for political reasons so that God forbid something happens down the line, like if this guy really was an abuser and ends up killing someone or whatever, that they won't be blamed by the media uh, for letting someone go. So mm -hmm. just out of being afraid of what the media might say in case something happens, they're putting every single day, they're putting ordinary people through the ringer, wrongfully so, just to, just to absolve them of any future shit. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Being the attorney that has to spend two weeks of my life really going hard on someone uh, when they totally couldn't, could have been innocent, it, it's tough, man. I give my yeah. all to my work. I give my all to the jury trials. To give my all to penalize someone that could be innocent and that I know that I rightfully should lose this jury trial, it just killed me, man. Yeah. It really did. My last jury trial as a prosecutor was he said, she said, and you know, I, I put in my two week notice and I was told, Hey, do you want to, you want to do this one last jury trial? If not, it's okay. You put in your two week notice. And I told him, you know what? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I want to do a last jury trial. Like yeah. what? Instead I'm going to be interviewing victims of crime every day. No, I'm doing a trial. Let's go. Uh, I did this trial and let me tell you, man, like during the jury deliberation, I walked up to the defendant. Okay. His lawyer wasn't around. You can't be doing this. It's like against the rules or whatever. <laughs> I walked up to the defendant and I told him, listen, bro, I got your back. If anything happens and for some reason you lose this trial, I, I, I want you to know that I, I understand. I'm not going to let your punishment's not going to be that bad. I got your back. All right. Mm -hmm. My coworkers went crazy hearing that I went up to the defendant <laughs> and talked to them and told them yeah. this. And, and I won the damn trial yeah. and I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you guys, what are you guys smoking these jurors? Right? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and you and did it because you cared. Gave a worse sentence. Yeah. The judge gave a worse sentence than I asked for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was what it was, man. The judge looked at me like, you put me through this two-week jury trial to ask for seven days of community service, Mr. Porcellini? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what she gave him, but I, I know it was, like, worse than that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, I mean, it's... That it's, was yeah, an incredible explanation. It's very, yeah, that backstory is just so fascinating to hear you take on what you think would be the right path and what you want to do with the prosecution and then realizing that criminal defense is really where your heart lies well and even if someone did do something terrible they still deserve like um, yeah. competent legal representation they know? still deserve a, hu a human life and, and i could tell from your tone that you would rather someone in a bad situation get help than just be locked up senselessly without any kind of like you know okay we've got another question here's here. the this thing from, oh go ahead go ahead oh. 
the thing is, a lot of prosecutors, day in, day out, they're just punishing people. And they become yeah. hardened and they, don't, they lose perspective. At least now on the defense, when I have a client come in, I can get them into rehab. I can get them to go to AA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can really counsel them given my background with all that. And I see what I'm doing to these people's lives. Yeah. And a lot of the results I get are because these people are, have now, through my representation, become people that don't deserve the punishment that would have been given to them otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of TikTok comments like, F you, you're making our streets unsafe. <laughs> F you, how can you live with yourself? How do you sleep at night? getting these people slaps on the wrist Mm -hmm. they're not getting slaps on the wrist i give them homework i'm not an easy lawyer to have yeah Mm -hmm. well also like a single dui has the power to like completely destroy someone's life like through the legal fees through fines through jail time they might get like a single dui can really 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 fuck you up so if you can get that pled down like yeah that's a a good service to people who a single dui and California can fuck you up. I know someone yeah. in in Louisiana with seven DWIs who still has a license. Drunk driving is, <laughs> is legal in Louisiana, basically. Yeah. <laughs> d- d- it's encouraged. D- Louisiana, in Buffalo, it is, too. Louisiana <laughs> had to have a federal investigation starting in 2015 <laughs> on how they prosecuted DUIs and uh, DI or whatever the other one is. driving. DWI. Under. Yeah. They had to investigate because people were just paying their way out of it and to the point where they were t- everyone was getting their license back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I personally know someone that I used to be in a band with, a two-person band, and he ran over two 13-year-olds in the middle of the night who were running track <laughs> while he was drunk, and he has served zero jail time. Is at, is, is, ben <laughs> laughing. It is so horrible, but it's like it's like that's how fucked up Louisiana law yeah, is. Yeah. Your you know? life is like a true detective season. <laughs> <laughs> it's the and lost I, season. It's funny, I hated that show. Yeah. Okay, okay. I wanna I wanna get l- to listener questions. Um so there's one here related to DUIs and maybe where the line is. Um from Juan. He says, Hi David, I love your work. Is there such a thing as too many DUIs? Like, would you provide services to someone who had eight? And then he says, who wouldn't you defend? Which is a, a pretty broad question, I know, but it's his. All right. So here's the thing with, are there too many DUIs? Look, um, I have been to so many AA meetings. You cannot even count how many mm-hmm. AA meetings I have been to. I know many, many addicts and alcoholics pretty much the same thing and the reason why they're they're getting so many duis is because they have this disease called alcoholism and Mm -hmm. it's like okay even if you're not even addicted to alcohol and it's like crystal meth or coke or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um you have it you have a problem so let's Mm -hmm. try to fix the problem okay is jail gonna fix the problem fuck no it's not gonna it'll fix the problem for everyone else for like maybe a year or two while the guy's in custody, but as soon as they're out of custody, it's like, let's go. And you're never gonna get life in jail for DUI unless you like kill someone, okay? So Mm -hmm. the max you're gonna get is like three years and they're just gonna keep maxing you out at three years, three years, three years, of which like you'll serve like maybe half, it's even in California. And this, I'm talking like max high term, you're not even going to get a three-year sentence unless it was like what you're like six DUI within 10 years. I don't even know like yeah. how you can even get that far. But um, <laughs> I have a buddy that actually got retained on a six-time DUI within 10 years like the other day. It's kind of crazy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the thing is, I would take anyone's DUI, even if it's like tenth or whatever, um, just because I'd like to see why did they get to that many DUIs and how can we prevent this? I make clients sometimes when they're up there, if it's their third DUI, uh, I get them to install an ignition interlock device in their car, even after the case. And I tell them like, look, if you commit another DUI, this one's going to be felony or it's going to be like gnarly jail time. Just, just have an ignition interlock device at least until you get to however many years for, for, it, for enough of your pre- previous DUIs to get knocked down so that if you get one more DUI, it's still a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to disclose if this is a client that I have posted or not, but I have a client that, you know, I may or may not be getting a lot of shit for on TikTok. Like, how can you let this person drive or whatever? Mm-hmm. This person has an ignition interlock device installed because yeah, of me, yeah, yeah. even though they don't need one right now. And they're going to continue having one until at least 2024. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's you, just the kind of person I am. I mean, you're basically telling and, the haters uh, that, you've sa- that you're proving them wrong by getting, like, putting this shit in their car and making sure. Like, you're you're upholding the rights and yeah. like yeah. they're yeah because we have a question that i this has been on my mind oh as one well. hold on oh, one yeah, go ahead go ahead one uh the next part of that question are there oh, cases yes. that i won't take um yeah you know what i'm not taking uh like murders i'm not taking any more uh rapes um there's yeah there's a lot that i won't take like yeah. like third strike cases i won't take anymore honestly man the three strike law is just so crazy and i understand Mm -hmm. it i do it's just too much and also the thing is like people don't understand how easy it is to get a strike yeah it doesn't there's a crime called criminal threats in california if you make a threat to to either kill someone or cause serious bodily injury and that person believed it was credible. Not mm-hmm. that it was actually a credible mm-hmm. threat, but mm-hmm. just that that person thought it was credible. I would be in jail. You're going yeah, down I on see a in Guantanamo. <laughs> yeah, I would be. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be in the country. Anymore. I left court one day. I left court one day on a criminal threat, third strike. I got in my car, man, and I was just like, mm-hmm. like Wait. God, why are you doing this to this person, man? Yeah. Like, why? What the fuck, God? Like. Are you serious right now? This is huge. And, um, you know, the guy ended up getting off. Like he did, like he served a full year in jail and then they just made like a deal with him and let him off. But I would argue it that wasn't, like, he got lucky. If it was a third strike criminal threat, if the other two were criminal threats, I think that proves that they're not credible. Yeah. You know, the first two didn't work. Cause like, oh, because it's it, just if the person yeah, was scared, right. I guess. So. If we're if we're using the strike method, yeah, I've already had make at least. You a good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would all make good lawyers. Us three. If we oh, could definitely. See I got the hat. No. I got the hat. So. I'm ready. <laughs> I think you guys all have the it factor. We do. For sure. We do. Yeah, we, we got what it takes. We got what it takes. Um, we've got That's a cool. question from a uh, listener named Anna. She, she says, she says, hello, David. I've been looking for representation for an incident that happened almost 20 years ago. When I was about six, my mother opened up a sliding van door as I was standing behind it, and it slid into my head. While I didn't need to go to the hospital, nor did I need stitches, I felt like there is still a mark there. <laughs> also, 
I have some emotional <laughs> trauma around vans and doors now, and I think the blow to the head stunted my mental development. Basically, if I wanted to sue her for this, I think we I'm could sorry. both cut a fat check. Would you take my case? Thank you, Anna, for that <laughs> that question. That was such a thank you, journey. thank you, Anna. I, I appreciate you. Um, I hope your head is so feeling here's okay the today. Thing. I, and I, I hope your head is feeling okay. It seems like you got some lingering problems, though. I hope those resolve. <laughs> but here's here's the issue. When at, assuming it's in California, because I'm licensed in California, and we're going to mm. talk about. I mean, the laws are so similar everywhere. I'm sure this might apply yeah. there too. Uh, if you're a minor and something happens and you could sue for it, except for government claims, okay? Claims, mm. all claims except for government claims. You usually you have a statute of limitations. You can bring this lawsuit within two years or else you're barred forever from bringing it. If you're a minor, there's no statute of limitations. Again, unless mm. it's a government claim. Until mm -hmm. you're 18. Once you're 18, the statute of limitations, the clock on that starts ticking. So depending on what kind of claim it is, breach of contract or injury for injury, it's two years. So she, at 18 years she old, was, now she has two years to sue her mom. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so sorry, Anna. Yeah. Once you're 20, <laughs> it's a wrap. So, mm -hmm. so unfortunately, Anna, it's a wrap. But <laughs> look, you know, rejected. Look at it. Your yes. mom probably didn't have your mom. Your mom probably didn't have any bread to pay anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like what? What kind of insurance broke, did you have? I mean, hit your child in the head with a car door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, did she have homeowners insurance? I wish you were twenty years or eighteen, nineteen. But you could, you could we could have made serious bread together. Look, I don't. I don't mean to sound no. mean, but I think Anna should just grow up. I, 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 I got my head stuck in a revolving door at FOA Schwartz in New York as a as a as a eleven or twelve year old, uh, and you know I don't I'm not suing them. How does that like, happen? How did you? A uh, revolving door? A revolving door. And so were you laying on the ground? Did you? No, I was. Were you crawling in? Like I, was trying to go, I was trying to go through too fast, and I got my head stuck in it. Head first. So you entered a revolving door head first. Yeah. There's a moment when my head is being squished in this revolving door. David, I'm is just, there anything I'm you can do for that? <laughs> <laughs> if a client entered no, a revolving man. door he's, head he's... first. <laughs> right before I it was about to close. I think it's what made me illiterate. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a toy store, and I love mm -hmm. FAO Schwartz. Rest in peace, the one they I had know. in Vegas, Caesar's <laughs> Palace was beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, wow. look, I mean, they know their customers are kids, and kids are going to be doing mm -hmm. stupid shit like going in head first. Like <laughs> it, it probably would be a case, but again, it's you're you know you're rest in old. peace to yeah. FAO Schwartz, and definitely. I mean, this yeah. company is already <laughs> completely defunct. It's already so. gone. I don't. Oh, really? I Even think the there's one still one. In there's New one York? in Midtown, I think. Yeah, there's really. One still I was in almost sure that they had all they had all gone. No, I think there's one in Midtown. Yeah, next time you visit, we'll go, Jacques. Oh, um, I have I have wait. a question <laughs> here, um, from Grain Newports. Oh God! Um, if you could defend anyone in trial, past or present, who would it be and why? Also, OJ, innocent or guilty? Oh, nice. that's. Uh, can you start with the OJ, please, if you don't mind? I'm <laughs> I'm really fascinated by your take. <laughs> He's tenting his fingers, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. The man has tented his so fingers. So look, 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 look. OJ Simpson, I'm going to tell you guys something right now, okay? Mm -hmm. OJ mm -hmm. Simpson is not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, all okay. right? 
Mm-hmm. It was a fair and square jury trial. You know, I, I respect the work of the prosecutors, the work of the defense, and, you know, that the, the law was applied there, and it is what it is. Now, did he do it? Yeah, for sure he did. Come on. They found his, wow. his hair. They found his hair on both of the dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're the first person to ever make me even once Wait, convinced. Doug, you think, oh, of course you think OJ's in that. Yeah, of course, yeah, I, of course I, I, I do. And I feel and bad this because... Is what can, I mean, look, evidence I, that is I, readily I public available. available yeah. is look, let me just tell you something really quickly. I feel incredibly terrible for Nicole's family and friends, and I will always... I will always You'll always be searching my, for the real killer. I'll always be searching <laughs> for the real killer. Now, look. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to express something that's controversial. I personally okay. believe it to be a son his son had a history of violence his son was like 11 no his son was 17 18 or something look i it's it's the fao it's it's the juice it's the juice i mean come on his son his son murdered them brutally right like Mm -hmm. a way that an athlete like of his kind only could do probably Mm-hmm. God damn it, David. Dad's hair on the the hair yeah. He pulled it out of the comb. <laughs> Planted the evidence. You're now, I don't know what to believe at this it's point. Now. You're, you're it's changing my Jock mind every do, minute. Which is why Jock finds it to be so believable. Okay. I um, So the I'm, second part of that question now. And, oh, and yeah, one last second. thing, though. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, about OJ. What I said before about domestic violence cases, at least in California, the prosecutors go forward with it, even if it's he said, she said, mm-hmm. is all because of OJ. It's oh. all because of OJ before that, because OJ had cases that my former office, the LA City Attorney's Office, uh, just dismissed oh, because or, it or whatever. Such a big media scandal. Yeah, I see. And they got so much shit. Yeah. Thinking, oh, if you got prosecuted before, they wouldn't, you wouldn't have done this. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. For Influential. Sure. And I tried, like, I'm telling you, there were probably like 30 jury trials they made me do domestic violence not that didn't even end up to a verdict just like mm-hmm. you know either we dismissed it midway through or whatever but like a ton of jury trials for domestic violence i'm as telling you i've done more domestic violence jury trials as a prosecutor yeah. than like like lawyers have done trials in their career which honestly i think like 99 percent of lawyers that go their whole career without doing one jury trial yeah. mm-hmm. wow yeah. they never make it to the big show yeah, yeah I mean, like the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, uh, settlements are for dough, trials are for show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. There we go. There I'm learning go. so much Ooh. lingo today. Oh, wait, okay, so the yeah, other part what... of that question, which if was you could defend anyone in anyone. trial, past yeah. or present, who would it be and why? The big. Question. Oh my god, I'm sure there would have been so many <laughs> such better people, but. Uh, I am a big fan of Tupac Shakur, and I always have been, and he was always an example for me of someone that, you know, didn't even have a good vocabulary. Like, I used to, like, grow up, I didn't have a vocabulary like I did now, and I used to think really poorly about myself and how smart I was and stuff, but I always saw him as someone who, despite the vocabulary, despite, like, the education, was just such a genius, and Mm. all they did, he did was just apply himself and and think just use his mind he had a i think he had some crazy cases i know he like he shot had a rape cop case. in the ass mm-hmm. yeah. he had a rape case that he'd be 
you know, I would have always loved to represent him. He never, I mean, I think he only went down in flames once for one case, but I think he had several other ones that he beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tupac, is, Tupac is someone I would have liked to defend and just like bro out with, you know, just support. Yeah, yeah I mean, party, to cool. party with Tupac more than anything. Mm-hmm. Is there, is know, there any current? Like, is there any current maybe cases? Maybe like write a song with him. Yeah. <laughs> current <laughs> Is there any current cases yeah. going on well, that you uh, wish speaking, you could... uh, speaking about current cases and kind of related to OJ, oh, okay. people OJ. also asked about the... They want your take on the Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp trial that's happening That was right a question now. from Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, from Chloe. Um, she said it seems like Heard's attorneys uh, are terrible at their jobs, but maybe that's just due to their client. And she <laughs> says, whose side are you on? Yeah. Um, t- okay, so disclaimer... Mm-hmm. I've been so damn busy recently. I haven't really read into the, yeah. that case that much. So I don't really know the mm-hmm. details, but I have been watching all the clips that come up on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube of the actual uh, of Johnny Depp's testimony and the hearsay objections that everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are criticizing her lawyers for asking a question of Johnny and then he starts answering it and then they make a hearsay objection, even though they ask the question. Now, the thing is, I understand like it's, uh, it's funny or whatever, but sometimes lawyers genuinely have to do that. Because I might mm-hmm. ask you a question, and I, what I want from you, and we've had depositions before, so I know how you, you can answer this question. I want you to answer the question in a way where you're not going to tell the jury hey, this person said this. Like, don't talk about hearsay. Just answer the question based on all the non-hearsay yeah. things you know. Sometimes the witness just answers the question with hearsay. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, and uh, I think that it's more damaging in my case than if they were going to answer it with non-hearsay, I'm going to say, hold on, objection, hearsay. And the judge is correctly going to sustain that objection, meaning, hey, don't answer. You can't answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and you know, please answer it in a, with non-hearsay if you can. So I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if they're doing a bad job or not. Uh, but based on the, the few things I've read about the trial and the things I've seen, uh, I, I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I heard he lost the case in England or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even. I, I don't, don't know, even know really what the charges I, I'm are. I'm a big fan. That are in court. I'm actually I found like, really confused about it myself. What it, what it is is, I think it's a a defamation trial where Johnny is suing her mm. for it, saying that he abused her. I think. Oh, I, I think. see. And he's trying to pr- prove right. it, and, and 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 some of the 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 more hilarious points of the trial, which I'll be covering with my friend Jack McGregor in an episode coming soon, uh, is that he keeps calling her Officer Brickhead, and he also calls her Lesbian <laughs> Camp Counselor, oh my and God. like the insults that he's chosen for her, and she's like, "This is this is what's ruined me," and then, you know, the the huge thing in this case is that Amber has been proven by her personal nurse testifying saying that she is mentally unstable on alcohol and drugs and like you know it's pretty much made her completely i mean in my opinion it's like really in your expert opinion of being mentally (laughs) (laughs) drugs yeah okay yeah Um, you know it's it's kind of sad and, and i really don't mean to be insensitive when i say this 
but look, disclaimer, domestic violence is horrible. It actually happens way more mm -hmm. than anyone ever expects. And mm -hmm. when I became a prosecutor, um, it was you know, like, okay, great. Day one as a prosecutor, all of a sudden I'm seeing, whoa, there's like every case is domestic violence. And it's happening all over the place, all like way more than you would expect it to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also people have a lot of motivations to falsely accuse someone of domestic violence. There's a lot of benefits people can get. Hey, your, your, you know, custody battles. Like some people, like you just really hate your spouse or your yeah. baby mama, baby daddy, whatever. And you just hate them so much. You don't want to have anything to do with them, but you're just like locked in because you share kids. All right. Oh, on this day he hit me or on this day or whatever. Uh, Oh, I got a bruise here. I'm going to take or pictures. Or like that one lady who broke off, her baby say... daddy's phone. Who, 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 I, who Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly yeah, broke oh, her baby daddy's Allegedly. phone. Allegedly. said a, something um, in front of a cop while he was wearing his body camera. I guess allegedly again yeah, as well. So, she was a queen. I loved her. So <laughs> without going into specifics that I didn't already disclose in that video, I'm going to talk mm -hmm. in general terms. Uh a confession isn't always – every confession is different. Some are better than others. Um, you know, like if she's like crying while the cop is like leading her into – and you broke her yeah, phone sure. and like she's just like yeah. like crying and her head is nodding like this. Do you really know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's you don't like, know this person. You could believe yeah. that. Emotions are running Beyond high. Beyond a reasonable mm -hmm. doubt. Now, all of a sudden, uh, like if it becomes he said, she said, and – all of a sudden, the jury starts hearing that he was a bad boy. You know, all I need is one juror. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> in that courtroom where I had that case, uh, I've, I've done several jury trials in that courtroom. They know me in there. Uh, and they know, like, are we going to really roll the dice after a two-week jury trial with David? Like, no, let's just give him a trespass and move on to yeah. the next case. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think Hess, um, has, Hess has got a question. Yeah, yeah, I have. So this is a hypothetical for you. I've always been fascinated with the right. idea that it's illegal to be caught with burglar tools. Um, it is. So yeah. I think I think it would be fun <laughs> if I list off some burglar tools that like a defendant of yours has been caught with, and you explain why they have them. The light lightning round. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. That was really smart. Okay. Was... I uh, <laughs> I haven't defended anyone for possession of burglary tools, but I've definitely prosecuted a fuck ton of them. Really? Okay. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> what? How are they defended so usually? Do are there like excuses that the defense makes for? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, usually they get a public defender. I mean, look, if you're gonna burglar. Burg like commit burglary well, can we let's it's list the burglary tools because those are like some of they're so yeah. random some of them okay okay here are the burglary tools a screwdriver and a hammer a crowbar yeah. a ski mask ceramic spark plugs a lock pick <laughs> and a plasma arc cutter like in the movie thief <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so has yeah, has yeah, all of plasma. those on her. Oh wait, so yeah. that's what it's called? A plasma arc <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. A plasma arc that's, cutter? That's what it's called? Have you seen the movie Thief? Wow. 
when they're cutting open the vault? I have seen that in so many movies. I've I've been wondering what those are actually called since I was a kid. And like, are they real or was? Oh, they're real. Yeah, movies. That's a real thing. Oh my god. Hess is arrested with all of these things. I have all of those on. Let's let's give a hypothetical client name. Max Morea has been arrested for these. These. This is your client. So how are we getting okay. him off? I'm getting my client off. You want to know how I'm getting him off? <laughs> yeah, tell us about Max. You want to know? Save him. So Max, Max, poor Max. I'm telling you, poor, 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 <laughs> poor Max. Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was hanging out with the wrong people, and then, um, you know, they. Well, is okay. Well, there are a few angles. Okay, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. ideal angle mm-hmm. is that Max came here from a different country. Mm-hmm. He did. And he did. didn't really know anyone. And so he's making friends. And his friends are like, hey, do you want to like make a little money going and work, doing some innocent work at this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. As soon as he gets there, they're like, okay, give me your phone and your ID and your wallet and everything while we're working and we're going to hold on to this stuff. So Max is like, oh shit, what the hell? Okay, here's my stuff. They blindfold Max and take him to somewhere unblindfold him and they say okay here are these tools and we're going to go burglarize this place now max is in a position where he's like 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 i gotta do this shit these people are going to kill me or or like okay i'm just going to do this and uh i'm just scared and i don't know what's going on whatever wow all right he would be in scared these too. situations yeah in these situations if max is a is from another country he can, we can get an expert witness on human work trafficking, Ooh. right? Because human trafficking can be sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. It can be work trafficking. And if yeah. you do and a sometimes you it a involves crime, a plasma art cutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could. I mean, he didn't go buy the plasma art cutter. Exactly. His, mm-hmm. his I doubt friends, he would. His friends, his friends bought did. it, and he was blindfolded, and he was brought to this place, and there's no witness that, will, that, can, that can say otherwise except yeah. for Max. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's a victim of human trafficking, at least, or, you know, his friends are just gangbangers that kind of made it in a situation where, like, he felt coerced or, you know, and, mm-hmm. and he had to do this. Um, but Max is a good boy, you know, he's, he, he, you know, probably has a clean record. Mm-hmm. My beautiful, great client would never do such a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, here's a, here's a letter, here's a letter from his pastor, Here's a letter from, you know, wherever. So I'm not concerned that Max has every single burglary tool known to man on him. Because (laughs) at the end of the day, Max is my client and I don't represent guilty people. I'd buy it. Well, d- guess wow. what, David? Max is also um, from El Salvador, so you can also MS-13 right MS-13. there. MS-13. <laughs> Right there. Bing bong. Bing bong. (laughs) Let me tell you something. My beautiful client, Max, is getting an award after this case. He's getting the key to the city. I love this attitude. For the shit they put him through. You should have been my lawyer years ago. If only only you practiced law in New Orleans. All right, so let's... Let's do some more jock stories then. Do you want to get into another? David, do you you have time? We're not taking too much of your time, are we? No, no, we're good. We're good. Okay, perfect. Okay, okay. Just checking. So let me lay you out. I'm having fun with you guys. This is great. I are too. This is great. You are so fun. You're incredible. (laughs) 
so let me tell you a little story. I mm. happen to go to a Mardi Gras party in New Orleans. I'm from Lafayette, Louisiana. This party was on the Thursday before Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mardi Gras starts two weeks ahead of time, basically. But this is the Thursdays. Muses. It's a tame night for the parade. I decide to go to a party afterwards where mm-hmm. I begin to drink, as I would at a party with a private, you know, open bar. Yeah. And I see one of the bartenders, and I kind of, he's fratty, and I, I just started making fun of him just because, I don't know, I, I, I just did. And this guy clearly heard me, but I didn't pick up on that. Do you remember what you were saying? I just was making fun of the way he looked. Okay. Uh, he was just like a, a fratty white guy in a polo that had like a dark tan with like the brightest white teeth. He looked like I kept. I was comparing him to Tim Allen from Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, David knew the <laughs> reference. So, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, evidently, he put. Xanax and uh, Rohypnol on my drink. That's what I tested the next okay. morning positive for. Um, so I, I I it was a frat guy who roofied you so just I, to get back at you for saying he looked like Tim Allen from a Christmas movie. Well, I was... <laughs> a, he a just whole group kept pe- those a, things a on him. Gr- a whole group of people <laughs> were laughing at this this thing about it, and I think he overheard that and thought we were all laughing sure, at him, sure. which we were. But whatever, it wasn't that bad. I assume it was this guy who drugged me. Yeah. Anyway, um, I went outside to we pee. We're going to bring him in for an episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, we should please. get him on. <laughs> so I, <laughs> That uh, must be interesting. <laughs> so I, I went outside to, to, to pee, apparently, and then no one saw me. No one know what this would happen. Because you had already point. blacked out. I've never driven a car. I, I, uh, I, 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 Uber didn't exist at this time. And I was just like, okay, whatever, you know, flash forward to the light bulb of the arrest picture being taken at OPP Orleans parish prison. I know where I am because I can immediately turn backwards and I say, Oh my God, this is where Nicholas cage got his picture taken. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, this is not okay. So I am, I am still clearly on, Still so you re- you the recognize the jail from a celebrity mugshot. Uh, yeah, and I'm in the I'm in the jail. F- you know, I'm like this is not. I mean, you know, this is not good. If you get arrested during Mardi Gras in New Orleans, you have to stay in Orleans Parish Prison until the Thursday after Mardi Gras. Yeah. So if you got arrested two weeks it, uh, the the first day of the two weeks of Mardi Gras, you're staying there till Thursday. Yeah. Luckily, oh I rest in peace to my. Beautiful. I, I miss him so much. I just found out he died. My lawyer in New Orleans, uh, Freddie King R. Jr. R. Yeah, he, Sorry he got for your me law. out of here. But no, so uh, the story continues to get worse because I'm coming to, I'm like, God, how could this have happened? So I killed my lawyer, Freddie <laughs> King. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, the guy starts talking to me. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. I'm trying to just not even look at him oh, in the eyes. Oh, God, I remember this story. And, and he's talking about how he took 10 hits of acid that the cops didn't find in his pocket and, and him and his friend. And I look up at him finally, and he has a giant oh. swastika on his head. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. It's like I'm talking to uh, Charles Manson's fucking son or something. On acid. On like so, like over here? Yeah, right here. So I'm just like, this is not good. So I'm like, this is not good. I'm like, don't I'm just like, I gotta get out of here. Finally, I I'm like, something is really wrong with me. And David, I really I was like, something besides just being drugged and being jailed, like mm-hmm. there's something physically wrong with me. I don't know what happened to me. Finally I see a mirror and I look into this mirror 
and my front tooth is missing down to the bone. Oh my god! <laughs> like this one. <laughs> and at this exact moment, I also realized that I have like four or five grams of hash in my pocket. And oh I'm my just god! Like, I'm like the cops. They're clearly <laughs> so it's going to be quite the case. You've got to so get them on. <laughs> Freddie King gets me. It was a public drunkenness charge. He gets me out of the the jail. He gets me out of the charges. He gets it off of the record. I've he even I was like, Freddie, get this fucking mugshot deleted from the system. To this day, I cannot find this mugshot. Yeah. Uh, There's not a record. We've, for I've looked. I've yeah. looked because I've wanted to see it to make fun of John. I had a friend who has <laughs> security. I, I had a friend who has security <laughs> clearances, and she looked it up, and nothing came up for public. So you can do that. You can delete mugshots. I thought they were like public record. Well, apparently Freddie King doesn't Freddie believe King in such a thing as public record. Rest <laughs> I, bet, I bet Eleanor could find it. I'm gonna so ask I guess her. This, oh my god. Should. So. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if this is really a question. I mean, what if what what would have you done in this situation? Well, wait, what were the? <laughs> yeah, if like, not David was the lawyer. What would he do if he got roofied and then had to go to prison? <laughs> well, maybe so, maybe that's well. So wait, 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 wait. What were the criminal charges for you, Jock? Were there charges? Why were you brought to jail? Well, there uh, public drunkenness. Public drunkenness. Uh, okay. And okay. resisting arrest. Okay, I feel like that's too small potatoes so, for uh, David, right? Uh, yeah, it's too small. Okay. So here's here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I mean, these <laughs> cops are going and arresting people left and right for so for like two weeks straight. Yeah. To make mm-hmm. that money. The and quota. yeah, and I'm sure they're not remembering every single arrest. Mm-hmm. So when it comes time for jury trial. And they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that so you really did we, the things they're accusing you of. So you're saying we gaslight the police? <laughs> we gaslight them like, saying you can be like, there. no, man. I'm... You remember better of what happened to you than the cops did. Because the cops are going willy-nilly arresting this person, this person, mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. And like, it's the type of case you set for trial. And you tell them, look, my client like has been going to AA and he wants to show you how good of a boy he is. And they'll be like, you know what? Fine. We're not going to try this case. We're going to lose anyway when your client's being a good boy. And they'll probably dismiss at that point. That's the way I'd probably do it. Now, about deleting your your photo, (laughs) I had no idea you can even do that. Like, like people have asked me and I've like looked into it and I kind of didn't see anything. I've never heard of that. Um, Louisiana baby. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is the Louisiana corruption yeah, maybe, at its uh, finest. You know, and it, it's kind of weird. I don't know if it really has been deleted because at least here in California, if you get a criminal case, like maybe you need, you know what, for you to really find out, you need to commit another crime, <laughs> go to court, and as part as part of the discovery of your new case, they will give you your rap sheet. So, that will so have sorry, all the just, just you ever had. So you as Jock Jock's lawyer, you're encouraging him to commit another crime. <laughs> no, this is fine. This is fine. Well, no, Jock no. hasn't retained him. Jock hasn't yeah, retained true, him. True, this is Do you remember in Breaking Bad, he gives him a I'll, dollar. I'll raise you. I'll raise you. I will commit the crime, but I'll do it in California, and you have to wrap. Well, me. no, no, you have to go to Louisiana. <laughs> no. It has to be in a Louisiana court. Uh, okay, never mind. It's got to be in Louisiana. California is not going to have your mug shot. And by the way, for the record, I am not encouraging you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, you I know you're. Like, I'm sorry, David. One I'm surefire, sorry. One surefire. <laughs> one surefire way to find out if you do have a mugshot 
would be if you had another case and <laughs> part of the discovery is here's your rap sheet with the photo yeah. we already took from you yeah and then you would see would, um well the thing is otherwise you probably you have court and it's committed other crimes since then of course yeah mean, you've been to jail since you, you know david i don't i, I let's I don't get another say, let's get another okay. yeah I just want to end on What's one it, what detail. What about the one where I want to end on one detail about that mm -hmm. story? Okay. Is that they that I was found five miles away <laughs> from where uh, from civilization from, from where the from <laughs> they where found the party, him in the untouched regions no, of the Amazon they rainforest. Me, they found me five miles <laughs> across there? town. I don't know. And they I found was in a ditch in front of a Taco Bell that, and I had no. Transportation. So I have no got, way I could have got ride. hungry. <laughs> Some I look, it, but the, I I couldn't have walked five miles to a Taco yeah, Bell true. in this condition. True. The cops found me in the ditch, and I was so fucked up. I said, "No, don't touch me!" And then they <laughs> they were like, "Okay, well, now we gotta get him." Yeah. Chuck, what about the one where you got <laughs> by the the guy? Oh God. In the bathroom what? of the courtroom. In the bathroom. Yeah. How am uh, I remembering your your some of your most traumatic? Oh wait, wait, wait! For no, 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 no! <laughs> You're okay, because I you'll have to edit around that Hessa, but like I don't want I yeah. You've I, told it before. To, we've told it before. I know, I know, but yeah. it's just, just oh, it edit the way much. that the way okay. that came out is is a little okay. tricky. Okay, let's get <laughs> the story. Let's no, get no, the story. no, 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 no. So we'll mark it uh, on the time. <laughs> Okay, so I was in a legal program. David, you will actually love this story. So uh, this is actually, I have it in my notes. It, uh, it's a whole thing. I am 17 years old, and I get, uh, my mom pulls up to Charter High School to pick me up, and she's mm -hmm. sobbing. And she's like, Jacques, I got a call from the cops, and they know it's you, and you have to turn <laughs> oh, yourself God. in. And I'm like, oh. This is right after John Bonet was what? found dead. I'm like, I'm like, for what? <laughs> for what? She's like, they're arresting you on five counts of industrial vandalism. Mm -hmm. Or or they that's what the, the supposed charge was originally. I Fel was graffitiing. I got into graffitiing. I spray painted on the wall of a brand new dorm on one side, Osama bin Laden for president, 2014. <laughs> and on the other side, on the other side I wrote um jesus is uh my boyfriend and he sucks my dick well and they had just painted the building the oh, day before boy. and then i went to three other spots and you did, were 17 yeah i was 17 i was with a, another girl too i was with a girl uh, uh, i was a june freshman or sophomore in high school and i was mm. hanging out with a senior girl and she was the popular blonde head cheerleader mm. and she like she was like yeah let's just go do this go have fun so it's her we, fault well no yeah i mean i was young <laughs> she, and we're I sending to, her to jail <laughs> we all did a lot of drugs drugs when we were younger i this night took a bottle of absolute put four or five adderall the blue ones underneath <sighs> it hit the bottle like this until it was a powder and then me and the girl literally did the shots out of the bottle and licked lines of adderall like salt and tequila <sighs> Jesus Christ. Why wouldn't you just swallow a pill? Why, just, why do you have to use a vodka bottle like more like a mortar or a pestle? It, why just, would you not just swallow it? You can just swallow it. I'm just trying line. to explain how I ended up in such why a did you true, lick, true. Why did you lick the lines? You made perfect lines. You made lines? <laughs> As your lawyer, why did you not just snort it? 
Okay, <laughs> Link, that's disgusting, dude. It tastes it's like disgusting. Come on, bro. Just... In court, they're like, Exhibit A, these <laughs> are the lines <laughs> that we're looking at. <laughs> our client, think, the, think, the insanity think... defense, our client licked <laughs> the lines instead of snorting it. He is clearly <laughs> mentally <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah, I think pills in general he, taste he great. Unless it's hydroxyzine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I didn't understand what I was doing, basically. Yeah, and skip to I, the part where the, you the go. Cops, the cops are investigating this, and they uh, try to arrest one of my friends because mm -hmm. they found a similar photo of a graffiti in the background of a picture on a Tumblr that I had. They... Okay, just skip to them arresting you. No, oh, okay. So they arrest. Okay, okay fine. Jesus. They investigated the hell out of that. Yeah. They're looking at they tried to arrest. Posts. They tried yeah. to arrest another guy for it, and they went to his house. Because he reshared like a Tumblr post of yours or something. No, because the only identifiable identifiable person on the entire Tumblr page was my friend that I posted a picture I see, of him. I see, I they see, I zoomed see. into his high school lanyard and Jesus. zoomed in on his name and then yeah. went and showed up to his address and the mom mm -hmm. was like, stay in the basement. She's like, I, I, it's, it's Jock. I know it's Jock. Yeah, no, they <laughs> literally, literally. You're the scourge of this town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I had to go to, I, you know, I got in trouble. Uh -huh. I got I ended up in a legal program, and I mean, I I did also three and a half weeks at seventeen in jail for this. And seventeen, I I, I was a, a, a totally brain dead twink <laughs> that was coming off of so much drugs. I used to be addicted to hallucinogens. Okay, get shut shut the fuck <laughs> up. Um, then uh, so I get arrested for this shit. I have to go to the legal program, and they are drug testing me constantly. I'm having to jump through all these hoops, going through classes. The legal campus is built on a old children's school that has been shut down and then reopened as a legal program for adults. Uh -huh. And uh, th finally, I'm just in this legal program for probably two months. I'm <laughs> constantly drinking dextromorphine. Uh, based cough <laughs> syrups to the point of tripping. I drink 13 so bottles what, of Delsum at a time. What were the charges and how did you get out of that? My God. Yeah. I had five counts of industrial vandalism and they said with this legal program, if I completed it correctly and did the rehab, I did seven months of rehab. What's three, the legal three program? Three in-state, four Don't ask program. that. Don't ask that. Don't ask that. <laughs> So the, the legal program. Oh, shut a 45-minute answer. No, yeah. no, 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 shut up. The legal program's on this campus. You have to go every day from X to Y. Also, so it, was like I had a it was like a rehab. Yeah, and I also had okay. an ankle bracelet. Re just say rehab. I had, well, no, it was not like a rehab. I had okay. done seven months of rehab beforehand. Okay. Th three and a half weeks of jail. Okay. And, and they're just like, you still have to do this legal program. In the legal program for about two months. Charges, I'm, charges, charges. Uh, five in industrial. <laughs> yeah, we've done, we've done this. <laughs> Get to the end of the story, Jacques, please. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'll put a lot of pressure on me. Finally, I'm waiting outside because I'd constantly smoke cigarettes in between this, and I was for sure thought, thought I was going to get in trouble because I had already had one false positive for PCP from taking so much dextromorphine. Jesus Christ. Um, they I had a let false positive for heroin, dude. Oh, my Whoa. God. From what? From poppy seed bagels? Or is that a myth? From nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you know, oh, I go crazy. to court for the case I had. 
and you know by you know the you know the rehab I was in you know I was doing piss tests or whatever and they're like okay here's the your your letter you know about your piss test and stuff to take mm-hmm. to court in a few days I'm like okay I never read the letter I just assumed that like it was going to be good because I was a good boy mm-hmm. uh, at this point <laughs> and I show up to court it's all good and the judge goes oh okay so you uh you had one relapse with heroin and I'm like wait you talking about wait what that's a nightmare and all of a sudden everyone's like why did you do heroin why did you heroin i'm like bro what are you talking about heroin dude like (laughs) what What are you talking about the heroin was good though (laughs) i really i really never did it you know it was a false positive you can get a false positive from poppy seed bagels i think that might be a mess that might be a rumor but oh my god. I, I think you have to think eat I eight of them. Seed bagels. Oh. I, think, <laughs> I think it was just like an actual false positive or something. Yeah. Or maybe they used someone else's piss by accident. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Cross contamination. So yeah. When I saw my therapist, like from the rehab and stuff, I was like, hey, you know, by the way, um, you were you ever gonna tell me about this like false positive you guys got me on heroin? Yeah. Like like, yeah. yeah, what do you mean? We had a discussion about it already. I'm like no, we actually, like, the first time I fucking found out was in front of the judge. In you court. Shit. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, it was crazy, That's man. Like, I could not believe Fuck. it. They, I mean, they let me go. Like, I guess everyone gets, like, one relapse or whatever yeah. in juvie court. But, like, uh, mm-hmm. who knows? Luckily, thank God you didn't get fucked up for something you didn't even do. So, yeah. I will concisely finish this story. Literally. I was really okay. dragging this <laughs> yeah, so please. far along. I was waiting outside smoking a cigarette in progress of going through the legal program. I had three and a half or three years left of probation, in-state probation. They wanted me to tell them every time I left the fucking state, I'm smoking a cigarette outside. This guy comes, sits down next to me. I had pink hair at the time, and he says, wow, I love your pink hair. You remind me of Nicki Minaj. He's oh like, God! No. He's like, you like Nicki Minaj? Not Nicki. And, and he's like, Nick, you like Nicki Minaj? I'm like, yeah, whatever. This guy says, kind of make me uncomfortable the way he scoots closer to me. And I'm like, he's like, I, he's like, I, want, I really want to show you something. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, no, no immediate, no, immediate, no. You know, I've I've never made sane decisions. It's probably one of the only times where I was like, because mm-hmm. you, I, I probably would have now today. I've been like, eh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see what but, you got. No, this. <laughs> This guy, I said no. He grabbed me by the hair and he started dragging me to the bathroom. Oh God! Oh my God! God. I thought the worst was going to happen. Of course. Mm -hmm. Wait, wasn't the bathroom in a courthouse or something? No, 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 no. This was in the legal program. Literally on the campus of a legal program. I got it. I got it. I'm there. Where there's cops patrolling. So and like (laughs) the fact that this even happened is just like okay. Oh my God. Yeah. I I escaped. And another counselor sees, runs in and intervenes after, as soon as I'm running out of the bathroom and grabs me because he thinks he's trying to grab the other guy. And they stop them. They pull us both into the counselor's office. And they're like, I feel like his name was a, a Valentine. <laughs> like literally his name is like Valentine or like pedophile name. Pedophile yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> they they're Huge. like they're like, yeah. Do you know what you've done, Valentine? They're like, Do you know what you've just what you've just done? Or like, well, you know what? It's Shock's lucky day now. His he just completed his legal program. <laughs> oh, so you got out. Wait, wait, listen to this. And they're like, they kept me in the room for this. They're like, We're gonna call your wife now. 
in oh, front of you. My God. I forgot about that part. <laughs> they so are insane. calling this man's wife and explaining this. I am just aw shocked, but I am like, so. Do you know Valentine dragged a, a drugged out tweet um, with pink so hair to the bathroom? Yeah. So I get to a, finish a ninety pound teen into the bathroom. So I get to finish the legal program early. <laughs> Months later, I see this guy. I go to Piccadilly all the time, which is a cafeteria style restaurant chain. <laughs> you fucking no, Let's hear all about it. Let's we hear do all not about need it. Need to get into Piccadilly. <laughs> no, because Valentine was one of the the people, and it's a line you go down a line yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i'm like out. he asked me do you like what do you want and then oh it was just... happened you had did you have pink hair still the guy yeah what happened okay so, yeah uh, so i the, i see the guy <laughs> i was so freaked out i dropped my tray he was working out. at the restaurant or he was working he was... at piccadilly he's one of the the servers the the, the people at piccadilly <laughs> working at a cafeteria we have, we have, a, we have a sponsorship with piccadillys we have the to mention God. them 12 times in an episode <laughs> so i ran out and i was really upset i was crying and one of the managers thought i was shoplift or stealing or something and yeah. so they grabbed stopped me at the door and they're like what hat why and then mm. I just, of course, I can't keep my mouth shut. I explained exactly what happened. Good. That's really funny. And uh, <laughs> and then I, I started going back to Piccadilly regularly with the absence of Valentine. Yeah, because obviously they fired. Yeah. And to sum Valentine. up, David, I got off of, they accidentally called for a revocation hearing. And my probation officer said, you know what? You're good to go. I didn't mean to call this. And they ended my probation two years early. Yeah, they didn't mean to call it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I also never I got drug that. tested in the seven or six months that I was uh in the le or out of the legal program and on probation and I was just nice. hella drugs. I think wow. we can I think we can wrap up. Um, yeah. David, Any closing so statements, David? Us. Yeah. Any closing <laughs> closing arguments yeah. for the court? <laughs> closing argument. Um, you know, I'm just uh, so you know, this has been so much fun, you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank oh you. my god, uh, it's been a blast. You know, it's you know, I've been doing this for years, and I've been posting my videos on Instagram, where just mm -hmm. like people I know have been seeing them. Um, and and really, uh, I only started posting things on TikTok where everything people actually started seeing them. Yeah. Uh, because my partner was like, "Hey, you know what? Let's wind down the criminal business. We're getting really busy with mm -hmm. our elder abuse cases because mm -hmm. most of what I'm doing is I'm suing nursing homes for abusing elderly." Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, I mean that's kind of a bummer because I have fun doing it and like you know it's, people like the videos. But okay, whatever. You know, I, I'll just post them on like. TikTok, whatever. I don't even know how to use. I, I still barely know how to use TikTok. Same. Mm -hmm. uh, but it just like kind of exploded, and um, you know, I'm trying to think like, you know, what to do for you know into the future with my videos because like I've been reposting older videos, and I've gotten mm -hmm. some new ones also in the last few weeks. This is my second account. The first one got banned 
for violent extremism, I guess. Yeah. Or, oh my god! Well, it, it, like I like I told um, you, it happens to us all the time. Like I, yeah. I know a lot about getting banned online. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'll just keep it going. I'll make PMP from three point oh four point oh whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was thinking maybe doing a part two for all my videos, talking about how this was the result and why you know how mm-hmm. it ended up that way. Um, but. I mean, I'd like to do videos about my injury cases and the elder abuse cases, but I just don't think people are going to find that very sexy. Or yeah, there's not there's the, poten- yeah. the viral potential there isn't. It's too sad. I'm, I'm going to disagree. I am. Uh, Jock would love I'm, to I'm, see. I'm, hear about I'm ready abuse. to watch them. I I love uh, uh, criminal. I mean, cases. I think I think DUI I mean, you're, is, is you're, all of these things are so easy to identify with because a lot, so many of us have driven a little drunk, you know. Also, I think like part of viral. But like reason a lot of them go viral is for people getting mad at them. Sometimes people get mad at them. Yeah. 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 Let the haters stay mad if we got well, popularity. That, that's, that's built into the algorithm is is, you know, mm-hmm. inciting uh certain portion of people who are going to yell yeah. at you. And which is again, why I love your your entire channel. Your entire is so channel is amazing. Brilliant. It's so good. And we we really only got to like we have so many we have so many more listener questions, questions so <laughs> you know maybe we can get you back on again at some point ask you some more I would love that we yeah for sure that would okay, be amazing sick. we can love. do a part two Jock of course will not run out of uh, yeah. criminal history <laughs> criminal yeah. from his past um, but people can find you uh, at TikTok was it at P and P two point or P and P law firm P and P firm two Got it. Um, but look, if it ever gets banned or anything, there will be P and P firm 3.0, mm-hmm. 4.0, 120.0. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear characters. <laughs> you know, Beautiful. I'm I'm gonna be back, and it's look, they can't shut this down. I people can't. need to see this. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise all people see are what's on TV, which are like the celebrities yeah. getting court cases and all that. No, I mean it's important for people to see. What it's like for an ordinary person I to get absolutely. through the criminal justice system. Absolutely, yeah. we will continue uh, to boost it. We'll have you back on anytime. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can, can I end on what the shortest question to you, David? Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite fictional legal show? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> and mo- good or question. movie, but it, uh, but preferably TV show. There's so many of them. Um, Do you like The Sopranos? Well, I don't think that's a legal uh, show. Like that's that's not a show but, about but, lawyers. <laughs> I know. I just you know actually... a lot of people. A lot of people say, "Hey, IRL Saul Goodman." Mm. I like Better Call Saul, and I'll tell you something. I watched the first season of it. I watched like a few seasons, but I was yeah. watching the first season of it when I had recently opened up my own law firm, mm-hmm. and I really felt how he like he was down in the dumps, man. This guy was broke. He's trying to get some work. And I really, I felt that in, intimately. He committed some ethics violations that I would never commit, but I could, I definitely related with his feeling of, you know what? I just want to survive. This world is so cruel that just fuck it, man. I need to survive. And, and I really felt that, but I would say probably my favorite show is Goliath season one. That, that is like oh. with Billy Bob Thornton. Man, oh, that guy yeah, is yeah, so yeah. good. I'm have to like, check that out. watching that show because he's such a badass. He's mm-hmm. he's an alcoholic, getting fucked up, you know, <laughs> getting with girls and all this stuff, just like, you know, down in the dumps. But when you wash him off, 
best trial lawyers. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. win big cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, couldn't ask for a better response. Thank you so much, Perfect David, for yeah, coming on today. You. Thanks for tolerating David, thank my uh, so long story. <laughs> no, thank you guys for tolerating me and my long stories. I really appreciate anytime. you guys. Seriously. Oh my gosh, we'll put, we'll put anytime. all of your links and stuff in the show description. Mm-hmm. I'll stop recording. Okay, I'll stop recording now.